Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Good morning, Vietnam! Welcome to the jungle, baby. Welcome to the jungle. Welcome to Two Dudes Movie Reviews. Mama, the meatloaf! You see what happens, Larry? How to get burned! How to get burned! How to get burned! They've done studies, you know. 60% of the time, it works. Every time. I am loving this. You are tearing me apart, Lisa! Come with me if you want to live. Gentlemen, you have my curiosity, but now you have my attention. Now, here's your hosts, Sky and Colin. Here's Johnny! Hey, moviegoers, you're listening to Two Dudes Movie Reviews with Sky and the family! I scared the dog yelling and the family. <laughs> I tried to get I tried to get the intro out fast and furious. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Guys, I just drank 17 NOS energy drinks. So you know your body is pumped. The adrenaline is flowing. I have no emotion in my face. Yeah. It's about to be a good time. <laughs> I didn't have just a five-hour energy. I had a 72-hour energy. Oh. <laughs> what is that? You had like you had like 17 five-hour energy energy drinks? Oh no, now they just make a giant one. It's actually a keg. You have to do a you have to do a keg stand to drink it. It's the only way that's the only way it'll get into your body. Yeah. See, I, I, I've tried that. That doesn't work so much for me. What I do is I take a jolt cola. And I soak mm-hmm. a tampon in it, and then I shove it up my ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, like, that if you want to do it, especially because John Cena is in this movie, you could just butt chug. No, he wasn't. 72-hour. Oh, shit. You didn't see him? He was in this movie? <laughs> we, we made the joke when we did the trailer park. <laughs> Ooh! Brappledoo! <laughs> I think we we've said this before, like in in uh, in comedies and stuff like that. We really like John Cena because he has great comedic timing and he he is charismatic. Ooh. But I'm pretty sure as a wrestler, though, you do not like him at all. And I remember it's not I that I don't ha- like him at all. His character is definitely aimed towards kids, and there is a time in his prime where he was booked like a Hulk Hogan, and it was just like bullshit there's like politicking and stuff like that actually i don't know if you saw this he just made his wwe return like he just showed up at the most recent pay-per-view and people lost their minds i mean he's like one of these like really big hollywood actors like he just had this movie come out he's got suicide squad coming out in like a month like he's fucking Mm -hmm. huge he's a huge movie star now so for him him to return home to wwe and chase after the title people are fucking pumped and it's like the first time like since covid that fans are finally back in the stadiums like dude they're going gangbusters right now in wrestling i just i just remember i went over to your house the one time to watch uh the um wrestlemania wrestlemania yeah and uh john cena was coming out and his theme song was playing and you were like john cena sucks (laughs) (laughs) yeah and i didn't know anything about wrestling so i was just like oh i assume scott does not like him yeah, I don't, I don't, uh, 
I'm not like a big John Cena fan. You know what it is? Is as a wrestling fan, I have a lot of respect for his work, but as like in kayfabe, like following the storylines, I'm like, boo, John Cena. Mm-hmm. So really, you don't like the writers of WWE? Yeah, yeah I guess so. Nobody likes the writers of WWE. <laughs> Nobody likes the writers for Fast and Furious either. So I guess well, it's on. We'll get into that, and we'll talk about John Cena. We'll talk about Mark Vincent, aka Vinny D, aka uh, Vincent Diesel Nafrio. <laughs> Vincent unleaded. Uh, what was it? Pennzoil. So Vinny, Vinny Luke Oil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Vincent BP. <laughs> My cousin Vin Diesel. Oh, now that's a reboot uh, I can get behind. <laughs> oh man, I'm a, uh, I'm both excited, scared to talk about this though, because uh, well, we just got to get into it. I'm, I'm pretty excited. I will say that there's been a build up for this for me. Like, actually, a lot of people have texted me leading up to this, and they're like, they're like, oh, I can't wait to like listen to your Fast Nine like review. You are reviewing it, right? And I was like, yeah, like we have to, and. Yeah. uh and I, I think I, I may have mentioned this on the pod, but one of my friends, he texted me and he was like, I think it was Congress Godzilla. He was like, great episode. He's like, the only thing that was better than your review was listening to you guys react to the trailer for Fast 9 <laughs> or for 9. Oh, yeah, dude. It's uh, I forgot we did. We did F9 trailer on that episode. Yeah. Yep. The trailer is yes, ridiculous. Mm hmm. And the movie lives up to that. And then some. <laughs> um yeah i'm excited to talk about this i know last year or i guess not last year now because last year was 2020 the year that wasn't but the year before our first year i was so excited to see hobbs and shaw but for all the wrong reasons mm-hmm. so was that like the first fast and furious movie of like the new generate like besides the first one because the first one came out and that was like an anomaly. And like, it was, I remember really liking the first fast and furious movie. It was like 2000 or 2001. And like, I was, I was young and naive and I bought the soundtrack. <laughs> I remember I had the soundtrack and it had two Limp Bizkit songs on it. Oh, hell yeah. I was going to say my favorite song off of any of the fast and furious, like soundtracks has to be Tokyo drift. Oh Yeah. Yeah, have you heard that song? I don't know. It's like, I'm, is it like the themes, like the uh, credits song? Like, I'm going to play it for you right now because me and Brandon, sometimes we just like drive and we were like, let's just roll down the windows and blast this shit because it's so stupid. Here, I'll, I'll play it right now since we have that technology now. We do. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> oh my God. And then listen to this. So, yeah, I feel like I learned a lot about Tokyo in that short amount of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some cool appropriation, I think, going on in there. Yeah, I know exactly what it's like there now. <laughs> yeah. Well, the music in this movie is no better, but well, that's what I was saying. You always get gold out of the music. Oh, yeah. But what I wanted to say was, because this isn't talking about the review, but talking about 
the theater experience because this is not streaming anywhere. You got to go to the theaters to see it. And uh, I went to see this. I went to Mm -hmm. see it with Meg. And usually, almost every single time I go to a movie or I'm watching a movie, especially if it's for the show, I... I've talked about it before in the past on this show back uh, when I was on the dating scene. I'm like, I don't want to Netflix and chill. I actually just want to like shut the fuck up and watch the movie. Yeah. Like I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to fool around or anything like that. Uh, I need to pay attention because I want to, if I'm going to review this shit, I got to pay attention. So it's basically like a, it's not like a strict no talking rule, but you know how I get when people are like chattering in the movie theaters. Like you've seen me. Like, yeah, irate. And uh, ahead of this, I was like, look, let's go to the movies. And she's like, cool. What do you want to see? And I'm like, let me preface it by saying, I don't want to see this. I have to see it. (laughs) And I know that you also probably don't want to see it. But F9, Mm -hmm. the Fast and Furious movie. And, And I told her, I was like, all the rules are out the window. You can talk to me as much as you want because this is probably going to be the dumbest shit we've ever seen. So I (laughs) am not, I don't care. Like we can just sit there and talk the whole time and I wouldn't care. (laughs) Granted, we were talking about the movie, but yeah, yeah, this, um, I wasn't going into this expecting too much. And, uh, you know, we'll see how that paid off for me, whether, it made the experience better or worse. Who knows? I guess uh, you guys will know soon enough. Yeah, it was kind of similar. I uh, it was it was funny. Uh, the weekend I saw this opening weekend, which was also the weekend of uh, my. I'm the oldest. My middle brother. Uh, he got married that weekend, and he got married on a Friday. So Friday was the wedding. Saturday was for uh, driving back home. Like we didn't. Me and Brianna didn't drive back to Florida. We drove back to my parents' house, and we flew up the next day. Mm-hmm. So when we got back, we were like, oh, we got like a little bit of time. And me and Ryan were, had been talking, and we're like, yo, man, we got to go see Fast and Furious together. Like, we just have to. And then I was like, let me ask Brianna if she would be like up for it. And then like you ask Liv. And uh, I asked Brianna, and she was just kind of like, I've been on the ride. I guess I have to. I have to go see this thing now. See what this is about. And... <laughs> And, and Liv was like, uh, like, I haven't seen any of the other Fast and Furious movies. Like, should I watch them before I go see this? And I was like, fuck no. You Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what that kind of respect thing are you Meg, trying to She's like, I haven't even seen the other ones. I'm like, it doesn't matter. <clears throat> matter? <laughs> and, but, uh, you know, Brianna definitely didn't, didn't really want to see it. And she was like, this is going to suck. Like, she went in with that mindset. And uh, I won't tell you what, like, me and, like, Ryan's reactions were and stuff, but there was just, like, times where, like, you know, sometimes people try and be, like, respectful in movies, but there would be, like, things that happen in the movie, and I would just hear Brianna, like, under her voice, like, or under her breath, just be go, like, she'd be like, are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> Dude. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, man. There were, there were people who would, like, pull out their phone and just, like, check, like, super fast, like, during the movie, and normally I would be, like, motherfucker like grinding my teeth but this time i was like do you play a <laughs> i i intentionally got us tickets all the way in the last row because I, I didn't have my notebook with me and i was like i don't give a fuck i'm taking notes on my phone i'm just pulling it out 
Like, I don't yeah. give a shit. I, I dimmed the light all the way down. Like I said, it's in the back row, so there was nobody behind me. Like, I wasn't disturbing anybody, but I did it with that mindset of just mm-hmm. like, I don't give a shit. Like, I'm pulling out my phone during this whole fucking movie. Anytime I need to take a note. Hmm. <laughs> what was what was the, uh, your, like, theater? Like, like, was it packed? Were there a lot of people there? It wasn't packed, but it was the most full I have been in a theater since before the pandemic. Yeah. It mine was the most full it's been since the pandemic and mine was packed. Like it was a it was a, I think maybe it actually been sold out. People were like they were there. They're like, "Yeah, let's fucking do it." <laughs> it like, like sold out as in like no space between patrons or anything like or Yeah, no, it was it, it was no no. It we went in Middletown. Um oh. and it was it was packed. It was there was no Ryan it was either Ryan or Liv was on the end, but they were sitting next to somebody. Right. Somebody who's very into it. Like, like, like they love this shit. Oh, so an idiot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great. Yeah. That doesn't surprise me, especially if you saw it in Middletown. I feel like Middletown is like a great place for like Fast and Furious movies to be taken too seriously. There's a lot of like tricked out Honda Civics and Subarus mm-hmm. and stuff. And, you know, a bunch of these <laughs> fucking douchebags who, uh, rev their engines at red lights and then get dusted by me and my fucking grandpa car. <laughs> I'm just like, you fucking idiot. Like you're They're like, we got like a, we got this like show coming up, like to celebrate right before we go see fast and furious. Like all your cars are welcome. All your spaceships are welcome. <laughs> oh, we will, we will talk about all of that, man. And you know, you know what? what I, th- I, I was going like... to say, real- Oh, uh, I was just going to say real quick, and then we can move on. I don't actually wish this, but part of me was like, man, this would have been a great movie for us to review when we first started, and we would just go blow by blow the entire movie. <laughs> yeah, this is one of those where you almost really want to do it because it's kind of insane. Yeah. Like, insane in the mem- There's There are scenes that I think we are going to have to go blow by blow. But really, like, ah, man, I feel like if we're going to get into this, we should probably go to the trailer park. I said it last episode. That's the new shtick. Getting into the trailer park. We figured it out. It's the t- <laughs> late in the game, twenty twenty one. We didn't figure it out till July. But the uh, the new shtick is l- long, slow, and boring. Yeah, and kind of like confused by the trailer park. Yeah. Hmm. I'm confused by it. Yeah. Even more so because I don't know what we're talking. Wait, did you really forget? Are you playing it up for these fucking swampies? I'm playing it up. <laughs> ah, you schmuck. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Colin, honestly, if you if you actually did forget, like that would be it'd be mayhem. It'd be pandemonium. That would be like <laughs> fucking absolute carnage. And you know, some people some people wouldn't like that, but for me, I'm like, you know what? Let there be carnage. 
<laughs> why not? <laughs> oh, why not? Let there be carnage. Just do it. Just let there be carnage, guys. Come on. Yeah. So obviously the theme of this episode is movies with dumb as fuck subtitles. <laughs> yeah. Because F9, the fast saga, which also I feel like, and maybe this is getting ahead to the, the movie we're reviewing today, but the fast saga is not a good subtitle for a singular movie. If the saga, a saga is encompassing like the full length of like these stories. Like if anything, the, they could refer to it as the fast saga. Like if they released a box set that was all of the fast and furious movies, that's the fast saga. But one movie to be referred to as a saga when it's seemingly like three days of their life. <laughs> like why? And what is the F in F nine? Is it fast or is it furious? Well, or is it, I fuck, this is stupid. Well, I actually have a legitimate theory of what I think it is, but I'll say it during the review. But the last movie, not including Hobbs and Shaw, they did F8, Fate of the Furious. So by those right. rules, this should actually be F9. <laughs> yeah. They they set it up that way. So it's F9, the fast saga. Woof. And then this is Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage. By far the worst movie title I've ever heard. It's bad. I don't really well, bad. The original really Birds of dumb. Prey one was was really bad too. I would take that over Let There Be Carnage. There's <laughs> already comic books that have Carnage as a as a centerpiece to it or that he is the main character or whatever. Just pull one of those. Absolute Carnage, Maximum Carnage. Honestly, if you mm. just called it Venom 2 colon Carnage, it would be better than let there be carnage. That is some dumb, like a fucking 12 year old trying to come up with like a cool name for a, for a thing. And it's like, why? <laughs> like, how did nobody think like that sounds really stupid and douchey and juvenile and uh, bad. It just sounds bad. Let there be carnage. Shorten that shit up. Carnage. Venom 2. Carnage. Venom 2. <laughs> Maximum carnage. <laughs> they should have just made it Venom 2. I don't know why it needed a subtitle. I think we were talking about that last episode, but... Yeah. Venom 2. Carnage Asada. The only thing that I'm hoping comes from, from this movie is that there is an equally as good song as the theme song they did for the last one with Eminem. Do you, do you remember that? Where Eminem just says the word Venom over and over again. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, what was that? What are you doing? What are you doing, M? What's think, up, Slim? Here, wait. Hit him with the snare and the bass square and the face this fucking... I got that adrenaline in That's bad, man. <laughs> what have you done, M? What have you done, Marshall? I think I think I may have shared, like told you about that on the podcast before, and you said that he was slim shades of his former self. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. That's a good joke. <laughs> yeah, it's a great joke. Yeah, man. I um, 
I have thoughts about this. I have concerns about this. I have yeah. I have a few pros maybe about this, but uh I don't know, like Carnage is a really cool character. And Carnage is also yeah. a really gnarly character. And yeah. I think this don't don't quote me on this, but I could have sworn that I read that this may have gotten an R rating. And as it should. Was the first Venom PG thirteen? <clears throat> it was PG thirteen, and it should have been rated R. But yeah. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not 100 percent sure about that. It may have, it may have been a rumor, but I th- I feel like especially if you're doing Carnage, it, you, it has to be rated R. Like because Carnage is like I don't know Marvel as well as you. Like you know so many deep cut villains and stuff like that. But I feel like Carnage is one of the more gnarly ones in terms of like being like really graphic. Like didn't he as a yeah. kid like he used to like hang dogs and like. He like killed. Yeah, Cle- he killed his grandma. Cletus Cassidy is a serial killer. Yeah, yeah. So like, who then gets the Venom symbiote. So then he's just like, oh, everything's death. Everyone's <laughs> dying. Yeah. So like, uh, I'm like I. I think everyone like really wanted to see like a good representation of Venom in a Spider-Man movie or just in general. So when the first one was coming out and Tom Hardy was gonna play Venom, I think people were pretty stoked. And then it came out and it was pretty generic and there was a lot of stupid shit with it. And I think now you've seen some comic book movies come out since Venom that have been rated R that have succeeded and been amazing, like Logan, uh, Joker. And uh, so, like, it paves the way for maybe they could do something with this. I just I don't really have much faith in Sony, but I'm really hoping that they at least, like, do it rated R, make it true to the character, because... All the symbiote characters in Spider-Man are really cool. Yeah. But do you want to just get into this and we'll talk about what we think? Yeah, we should. I say either... Comedy right right at the gate. Good evening, Eddie. Hey, Mrs. Chen. Yeah, if that stuff is funny for you. (laughs) That's how Stanley right there. I've been thinking about you, Eddie. Because you and I are the same. Every decision we ever make. Who do we leave behind? And how do we leave them? Waiting in the darkness for the rescuer who never comes. What film was that? Welcome back, Eddie Brown. Oh, the scar. It's been a long time. There's two villains in this movie? I miss you. Are there? I think so. Why even bother if you're gonna have carnage? That's more than enough villain. Soon come chaos. 
Yeah, that that one in the box. Yeah. Chaos soon come. Oof. The chocolate delivery title. hasn't arrived yet. No! We had a deal. What's gonna happen? You're gonna stop protecting me? I am happy to eat, Mrs. Chen! No, no, you cannot eat, Mrs. Chen. What? Nothing? Hmm. The music is a weird choice. Sony is not good. <laughs> Just gonna throw that out there. I don't... They don't know how to work with what they have. They don't know what... I don't think they know what they have. They don't know what they're doing. Yeah. I don't have high hopes for this, which I guess is good, because then if I go into it with that and it's even decent, I'm going to be pretty impressed. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's the way to go about it. Yeah, I don't... The trailer doesn't really impress me. Um, there's There are a few things that are definitely like intriguing about this movie, um, but... Like you, you had mentioned the comedy in the beginning. The comedy does nothing for me. It was not making me laugh, and I, I really just don't have hope in, in Sony. That's the like the main thing. Even more, like I don't know if we did the trailer park on Morbius, but like I'm not excited for that either. Um, yeah, it just looks like it's gonna be a generic action movie, and it's bumming me out a bit. Yeah, yeah, good way to get the spirits high before we jump into the review. But <laughs> I don't know, man. Venom, that first Venom movie, there was so much potential for it to be awesome. Tom Hardy is awesome. The characters so dark and gritty. And they kind of dropped the ball on it, I feel like. Yeah. Upgrade was the movie that Venom should have been. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go see Upgrade. Yeah, when I was yeah, everybody just go watch Upgrade instead. It's a guy who looks like Tom Hardy, uh, but he's interestingly enough, Tom Hardy's a great actor. I don't think it's really his fault, but like Upgrade with the bootleg Tom Hardy is still better than Venom with a real Tom Hardy. It's funny, Upgrade has a bootleg Tom Hardy and also a character with that has a voice in his head, <laughs> doing crazy yeah. shit. Um, Things that like are like interest me though. Andy Serkis is the director on this movie, and hmm. so I just think that's that's a, a really cool opportunity for him. He's directed a few other movies, um, but like really nothing, uh, nothing like huge. So I'm I'm interested about that. Tom Hardy's actually one of the writers on this movie, and hmm. uh, interesting, yeah, and um, actually. I know this will do nothing for you, but one of the writers of Cruella um, <laughs> is a writer on this. But, um, right. you know, I I really like Woody Harrelson. I think that he could probably pull off being a sadistic serial killer type. Um, but also, I've seen Woody Harrelson in a lot of movies, like Zombieland and stuff, where I'm like, I hope I can take him seriously in that. And then uh, Naomi Harris, is she's playing uh, Shriek. That's the villain. It's got... Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure in the comic she's... I don't know if it's a scar or if she has kind of like a domino situation where she's got like a diamond over her, her eye. But in this movie, she's got um, like a scar over her head. So I guess there's two villains in this movie. Um, or I guess three if you include Venom also. <laughs> yeah. 
Mm, I don't know, man. I don't think it's gonna be good. Do you? Is there plan yeah. to bring Tom Holland into this? Like, are are they doing that? I don't know. He might have some sort of like quick cameo, like a la Ben Affleck's Batman in the the first Suicide Squad movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I can I can see that happening because I know that Sony does want to tie in that multiverse type stuff. But I don't know. I honestly couldn't even tell you because fuck did Sony make me not care. <laughs> like, they really don't want us to care. See, I thought there was a rumor that either on the set of Spider-Man um, No Way Home that either Tom Holland filmed his post credit scene for Venom, Let There Be Carnage, or Tom Hardy was on set to film a post credit scene for Spider-Man. Um, mm. I can't, I can't remember which way it was, but, and I also don't know like the logistics of the Sony Marvel Studios deal. Um, cause I think, I think Marvel Studios only has a limited amount of opportunities to use them again. Um, so maybe they're just trying to set the character up and then Sony's trying to set up their villain universe and then they're going to bring Tom Holland into it. Because I think Tom Holland yeah. is, like, signed, like, long-term. Like, I think he still has, like, four movies left or something like that. I don't know. And that stuff changes pretty uh, pretty regular. Or not regularly, but, like, that stuff could change, like, as that contract starts running down, depending on, like, the profitability of the movies and everything. Like, they might be able to strike up some different deal. I yeah. would love it if it's never going to happen. would love it if Marvel just regained in complete control over yeah. Spider-Man. Every character, every single character needs to be under Marvel and Disney's control. I think again, like like you said, it'll never happen because money, but I feel like for the for the greater good, for the good of humanity, they just got to everyone has to give the character rights back to Marvel Studios so then they can just do whatever they want. It'll just be awesome. Yeah. That being that being said, I guess this is more of a discussion for our next review when we're doing Black Widow, but they just said that they're done giving actors multi-movie contracts. That that actually scares me a little bit. I thought it was they're done doing it by like years. They do like by appearance. Is that Something what like I thought? They had basically said they were they were done doing like these like big contracts. I thought it was I thought it was uh by movies. Cuz I they had basically huh. said like they they only want to keep actors around that are like passionate about the projects and like want to be there. And, um, so, and I mean, yeah, like I agree to a certain extent, but also like, what if you like bring in someone who's small time and then they blow up and then they're like, they don't want to do it. Cause that's kind of like the last few X-Men movies. You could tell like Jennifer Lawrence was like, fuck this shit. (laughs) Yeah. So was Michael Fassbender. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. Venom two, not really into it. I'm going to see it. I'm hoping for the best, expecting the worst. Yeah. Same. Uh, do you want to get out of this fucking trailer park? Yeah. Because it's time Good. to fucking wrap up these engines, bro. <laughs> Dude, I'm on a fucking pedal to the metal. <laughs> We're nice. going to the moon. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we're here. It's Fanine. Fanine time. And mm. let's just let's just get into it. Justin Lin, he's the director. He was the director on three of these movies, Tokyo Drift, Fast and Furious, Fast and Furious 6. He's also the director on Star Trek Beyond. Uh, writers, you got three writers on this. Daniel Casey, he was the writer of Kin and the Death of Michael Smith. 
Justin Lin, he is also a writer. Uh, he was a writer on Better Luck Tomorrow, uh, finishing the game. And this is his first time writing a fast movie, even though he's been involved with a bunch of other ones. He never was a writer. And then Alfred Botello, he is also a writer on He did Hollywood Adventures. And the cast, man, you got a star-studded cast. All the people you want to see in this shit. You got Vinny Unleaded coming at you as, as Dominic Toretto. Uh, yeah, Fast and Furious Garden, Guardians, Riddick, Triple X. Oh, man, that one scene, Triple X. Oh, the return of Xander Cage. Yeah. <laughs> he skateboards on the side of a bus. Uh, John Cena, he's first time in the Fast universe. He's... I didn't know he was in the movie to be, to be, I just, it showed up on his IMDb and yeah. Like, okay. okay I'll I, that. I didn't notice. Yeah. Uh, Michelle Rodriguez, she plays Letty. Um, Jordana Brewster, she plays Mia. Uh, Tyrese Gibson, he's Roman. Ludacris is Tej. <laughs> I love the name Tej. Also, they say it like five times on the ride. Like, what's up, Tej? <laughs> uh, Charlize Theron, she p- shows up in a box. Uh, Soon Kang, he plays Han. Han's back. Did anyone care? Helen Mirren, uh, I think this is her second time in a fast movie. She's Queenie. And then Kurt Russell is Mr. Nobody, the laziest name you could give a character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Um, no surprise there. Where where to even start? Oh, man. Oh, well, we're talking about the cast. Because there's some people you didn't mention. Like uh, yeah, Bow Gal- Wow, aka Lil Bow Wow, mm-hmm. Gal Gadot. She, in she's in this for for a moment. This this franchise looks like somebody who like made a mixtape of their favorite like uh, their favorite rappers from the year two thousand one. <laughs> it's like Ludacris, Tyrese, Lil Bow Wow. Like I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure the uh, the casting call is just like, are you a washed up hip hop artist from the early 2000s? Then you can be in this movie. <laughs> we we have no standards, <laughs> no standards whatsoever. And we will not critique your acting. <laughs> oh, dude, and I don't know if this is a spoiler. You know what? This is a spoiler. Just skip ahead like 30 seconds. Okay. Um, there's another hip hop artist who appears in this movie. Mm-hmm. Again, if if the 30 seconds didn't cover this, skip ahead again. Cardi B shows up. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, the B in Cardi B stands for because why the fuck not? <laughs> I want to get back to that later on. Uh, we will. You're good I- now. Spoilers are done. All right. I mean, spoilers will come back because there's just too much to talk about. But oh yeah, um, all right. I'm gonna just I'm gonna start off. I'm gonna just start here because so much of it just revolves around this one thing, and uh, I feel like we just gotta we just gotta hit it. It might only take one sentence, but uh, the writing on this is dog shit. It's like the oh, worst. It's the worst. <laughs> it's so bad. It's the wor- It's like the worst written movie I've seen in a really long time. <laughs> it is by far like. The dumbest. I don't even want to say that this is like a first grade reading level because it's insulting to like seven year olds. Yeah, I have, I have a few like words written down in like my my notes, uh, in regards to the writing, and one of them is bush league. <laughs> 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 
It's and then the other one is amateur hour. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much that's pretty much it. This was like this was like if there was an open mic night and everybody had to write like it's open mic night, everybody gets to go up and write one page of a movie. Oh man, that's a great idea. Because that would actually a, be really fun. Yeah. And we should do a two dudes a, open mic night. You'd probably get a better Fast and Furious 10 than a Fast 9, honestly. By doing oh, yeah. That. Yeah, man. The, the movie, across the board, like the writing on it is just awful. Nothing, and I'm not even talking about the absurdity of things. Like, there is not a single character in this movie Nothing makes any fucking sense. Like this is this is the level of intelligence we're talking about with this. When they're talking about like the bad guys, they're like, "We gotta get out of here. The military's coming." I'm like, "What military? Who's military? The villains are the military." <laughs> yeah, that sounds like like a like a elementary school kid like describing like a movie, and it's like, "Oh yeah," and then like the military comes and they save the day, and it's like not real characters because like I think in the beginning of this movie, there's an action scene like. The military. <laughs> it's like, yeah, like what? Dude, it is so bad. The jokes, if you can call them that in this, like all of the ludicrous and Tyrese stuff. Oh, does it, anybody find this funny? Anybody they, at all? They they definitely tap the wire of like some teenage boys like Xbox like conversation. When they, when they were online and they're like, oh, this is great material. And they like, no, that. dude, it is so below that. <laughs> yeah. It's I, like, it's like, they'll be saying something serious. And like the joke of the scene is like, Tyrese is like, you know, I was thinking about this and Ludacris goes, yo, that's crazy. <laughs> crazy from your dumb head. <laughs> ah, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> like, and then he's what? like, what? He's like, yo, mama's got a dumb head. Bow. <laughs> <laughs> like it's so all right so here's the here's the thing that i can't figure out these movies are such an enigma it is that level of stupidity but it at certain times it kind of like fakes self-awareness it seems S some of it it seems like this time around for whatever reason they were like they're like, yeah, we're in on the joke. Like, we're hip. Like, we know what we're doing. And so they would, like, fake. They would, like, put a line in there where it'd be like, oh, I guess they're actually being self-aware. But then there's a scene, like, two seconds from them that is complete, like, taking itself completely seriously. And I was, like, shit in my pants laughing at it. Like, dude, <laughs> it's all over the place. Like, <laughs> if, you, if you're if you going to be self-aware and kind of... I think Deadpool does a good, the first Deadpool movie does a really good job of playing that line of like self-awareness and kind of playing with the fourth wall. Granted a lot more directly than in this. Um, but that, that level of self-aware self-awareness and also taking the action seriously mm -hmm. and having real moments and having serious moments. And I think it's a hard thing to do. And I think it's because like, the, just every person in this movie feels like had their own personal director. Like nobody's on the same page. See, here's the thing. When we went and saw Hobbs and Shaw, you had told me that like Vin Diesel has a clause in his contract that he cannot lose any fights. So, Oh, did you see that here? Oh my God. Well, not only does that happen in this movie with him, 
I, I think multiple people were like, like basically just like, Hey, I'm not going to do this movie unless you give my character like some badass scene because, um, there's like one early on where a character is like surrounded by like people with machine guns and yeah. he goes, and he goes full Rambo on them. But like, then the camera cuts to them chasing away and he's in a car. <laughs> like, so I'm like, I'm convinced that like the, the sequence like was not in the movie. And then he was like, I'm not doing this movie unless you like, let me fuck some shit up for a little bit because he's like in yeah. trouble there. And then they're in this car sequence and then he's in trouble again, like two minutes later. And it was, I was just like, what the fuck? So I, I would not be surprised if so much of this movie was like, yeah, like the actors are like demanding this because they all have small penises. <laughs> oh dude. <laughs> Michelle Rodriguez has the biggest dick on set. <laughs> she probably is like the one that like, doesn't like have a moment that's, insanely over the top unless I'm forgetting something I probably am forgetting something everything is batshit crazy in this dude alright I don't know who I'm supposed to care about in this movie when the movie starts with a nice loving family i.e. Vin Diesel Michelle Rodriguez and Vin Diesel's son <laughs> and then two minutes two two 120 seconds go by of like Vin Diesel like I can't do it I'm a different man I can't I can't leave my son <laughs> I'm a uh, it's my family and then and then Michelle Rodriguez is like no word I get that like I'm gonna go but like I get that be like stay here take care of him 120 seconds later he watches video footage Somehow knows to zoom in on this weird blur. <laughs> recognizes the necklace and goes, you know what? Fuck my son. No explanation. He just shows up the next day at the airport and she's smiling. She's like, awesome. I'm so happy. Dom, the guy who's always preaching about family, abandons his son to possibly die on a dangerous mission. Mm -hmm. Both of the people taking care of this kid, the only two people that that ranch was three people and the two adults left. How the fuck am I supposed to care about this guy? He's a piece of shit. <laughs> I wish they had that scene where he had to leave his kid in the movie because they had established like earlier that I guess when like they're gone or like this, they're in trouble. The kid has to climb into a box. So like the kids in the box, I'm the just time. I'm, yeah, I'm just sitting here. I'm like, was that kid in that box the entire time? He also calls him Little Bean. So I just, he's like, hey, Little Bean, get in the box. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the irresponsibility. As a parent, I was like, this is upsetting. <laughs> There's a bunch of things with like the setup for the movie that I was like, oh. They don't waste any time getting into the stupid. If anything, they like were like, let's make it as stupid as possible, like within the first few minutes, and like people know what they're right in for. away. But uh, I will say this: remember, I said I have a theory of what F nine stands for. Yes, it stands for nine flashbacks. Because <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> there's fucking a million flashbacks in this movie. It starts off with one. They cut back to flashbacks every few minutes. There are flashbacks that like. Vin Diesel has a like a moment of clarity at one point, which I want to get to. But basically, like oh. he, he has like a moment where 
they it's a flashback, but he wasn't there for the flashback, and then he learns knowledge <laughs> from, from this flashback. From a thing they, that he wasn't there, wasn't there for. There for. <laughs> <laughs> He's having a memory that wasn't his. That had nothing to do with him. <laughs> it wasn't even. <laughs> It's so dumb. It's so stupid. And then, I mean, we, th- these are all writing problems, and we, we should hit some other like things. But like, the so much of this movie also just revolves around one thing, and it reminded me of like a video game that has like in theory one really cool mechanic, and then that's the game. Like they didn't write a story around it or anything. And this entire movie, it should be called. F9 magnets. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, this is the magnet movie. Because yeah, about like at the beginning of the second act of this movie, magnets are introduced and they never look back. <laughs> it just went full on crazy magnet shit. Now, this yeah, this movie takes a weird stance, draws a line in the sand and basically says like we made this movie for everyone except ICP because they're going to be so confused watching this fucking movie with how many magnets are in here. And honestly for the first, cause like we all made jokes about that ICP music video, that miracles thing where they're like magnets. How do they work? Yeah. But after this movie, I felt like I was violent J <laughs> because I was sitting there. I'm like, how do these magnets work? There's moments where two cars are riding next to each other and they're like, turn it up and they turn up their magnets all the way. How do their cars not matter? The way that the magnets pick and choose what becomes magnetized when early in the movie, it's like you turn up the magnets and you're they're in your vehicle and everything gets stuck to your vehicle. But then later you turn up the magnets and they're in your vehicle and it makes this like tail that slowly follows behind you. Yeah, like, the mechanics of it make no sense. <laughs> Sometimes street lights get magnetized. Like, it what gets affected by the magnet is just willy nilly based on like whatever looks cool in that scene. Because like towards the end when they're driving out of the city, they use it and it pulls down all the power lines and the lamp posts and everything, and it and like crosses over and blocks the road. But they're driving through the city earlier, and you know what's not being bent by the will of these magnets are the power lines and lamp posts. <laughs> Instead, it's just like tables and chairs that are outside bistros and bicycles. Yeah. But then it makes no sense. How are these magnets not messing with each other when they're right next to each other at full blast? Like, how are they not repelling each other or attracting each other? I think what you're commenting on is just another thing that we could get into where there's no, no such thing as like physics. It's actually funny because this movie has a line in it that basically is like, dude, it's physics. Like it's all science. Everything makes sense. But then the rest of the movie completely ignores all concepts of reality. (laughs) Yeah. That's what I mean about like the, the subtle self-awareness. Like it seems like they're trying to like, like they wrote the movie, they looked back and they were like, we got to add lines about this. There's a whole scene in the middle where Tyrese basically looks down the barrel of the camera and goes, this is insane, right? This is all stupid. Like none of this makes any sense. Yeah. He calls himself su- superheroes, which like we were joking before Hobbs and Shaw were like, they are essentially superheroes at this point. And then he's like saying like, how have we not died? We're basically supers, blah, blah, blah. 
And I was like, oh, you're, you're being, you're being self-aware with that. That's like clever. But then there's other things where, uh, it's like he almost dies and stuff like that. And, uh, I don't know, man, I kind of want to get actually one last thing about the writing. It was just a moment that happened and I, I have to, I have to just get it off my chest me and Ryan were laughing in the theater for like actually a good like couple minutes out loud uh at the the Star Wars part. <laughs> Dude, oh my god. <laughs> Meg and I were just like, wait a minute, are they just name dropping Star Wars references? And and it was weird enough the first time when they said like two back to back. And I literally leaned over and I was like like wow they're name dropping star wars twice in a row and then they (laughs) kept doing it and i was like whoa like this is a universal film like are they allowed to reference star wars this fucking much like i'm surprised george lucas didn't call him up and be like oh please uh keep my fucking name out of your mouth yeah i i was cracking up at it though because the love the level of this conversation between your two main villains in the movie. Like this is supposed to be like them, like having like an actual conversation. It was on the level of when me and you are like, let's just riff on some puns for like two minutes. And it's going to be the dumbest thing you've ever heard in your life. (laughs) And cause like, I'm pretty sure the actual conversation he's like, he's like, I need everybody out there. He's like, I need Han Solo, the millennium Falcon X-Wings. Just get even Chewbacca if you can. And I was like, I was like, oh, wow, they, the guy's seen Star Wars. And then he walks over to, to Charlize Theron, and then she's like, wow. Uh, or he's, he's like, you like that? No, she's like, you're like Han Solo. And he's like, I'm not like Han Solo. I'm like Luke Skywalker. And then she's like, no, you're like Yoda. Because Yoda's a puppet with a hand in his ass. And he's just like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> and I was like, what? It's the dumbest thing. <laughs> Charlize, what are you doing? Dude, you're so much... You know you're better than this. She was on set for two hours. There's no way that she was on set longer than that. She, Charlize Theron is relegated to either just being in a box or in a the cockpit of a ship. Like, I am convinced that she was like, I'm here for like a max two hours. I gotta go, like, get Chipotle. Fuck all you clowns, go. And they're like, okay, we gotta throw some lines together real quick because she is barely in this movie. But when she is there, it is like, she is so wasted. It's so upsetting. Yeah. <laughs> All the women in this movie are, are very well wasted. They tried to do a thing where, like, they sent the two the two women out to uh, Japan to track down Han. Mm-hmm. And I think that was, like, their way of trying to be, like, you know, girl power. Mm-hmm. But, boy, did it not work. Yeah. You know, just going off of like what they do with the characters and if any of the actors are wasted and stuff, I would I would argue that almost every actor in this movie, regardless of talent level, is actually wasted because there's no character in this movie. There like there are no characters and there yeah. are no real conversations and there are no stakes to do it to this movie. So you don't give a shit about if anything happens because you know every character is gonna be fine. The craziest shit yeah. on the planet could happen. And you know that everyone's going to be cool. Nobody dies. Not even bad guys. They even bring back characters who died from previous movies in this one. <laughs> yeah, they take away all impact of of the previous films. Yeah, it's so stupid. And like, so like, here, th- this is basically what it comes down to. Your enjoyment of this movie 
is going to come down to solely if you do not give a shit if there is a story or if there are good characters or reasons to care, your enjoyment of the movie will only come if you are cool with completely shutting off your brain and enjoying some of the worst action sequences ever. (laughs) Yeah, bad CGI, everything. Also, speaking of characters, before we jump off characters, because you mentioned earlier John Cena and how we actually like John Cena in things because, like, he can be very funny and, like, he's he's shown up in movies where you would think, like, this is going to be dumb shit. It's John Cena being a douchey character or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. Bumblebee I th- comes to mind. But then, like, the best line in Bumblebee is John Cena. Mm-hmm. And, like, he does bring charisma to it. This fucking movie took the one thing that makes John Cena, like, enjoyable away. His charisma. Yep. They you- took all of his personality out. They were like, we don't want that. We don't want you to be anything. <laughs> you actually called it because when we did the trailer park, I think I had said, I was like, well, I like John Cena. Like maybe he can like b- bring something to this. And you're like, no, they're like, they're, you're going to strip him of his, his best like quality. Uh, and I was like, I hope not. And then I was watching. I was like, yep. He, he, 100% they did it. what they did. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's what happened. Um, do you want to get onto like, I this is this is my, I have one pro on this movie, so okay. I'm just gonna say it, and then I think maybe we could get into spoilers. My only pro to the entire movie is it made me laugh a lot, but not intentionally. So I don't even know. That's a, that's <laughs> right. that's like the most like backhanded compliment ever. <laughs> yeah, that's honestly my only pro too. Is <laughs> I was like everything about this movie is bad, and I'm having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> This is one of the, this might be the most, it's so bad that it's fun to watch it movie we've ever done on the show. Um, okay. I'm, I could laugh at almost every scene just about how fucking stupid it is. Yeah. I'm going to say this. Like, I remember we, we went and saw, uh, Hobbs and Shaw and like leading up to that, like when we did the trailer park, I was like, I don't want to see this shit. This is going to be dumb. And then. We reviewed it, and I I gave it, I think, a D plus. Like, I think I was just like, I want to fail this because I hate it. But, like, there's a few things that are that are good about it. At least The Rock I, is charismatic. I actually don't know if I could say that about this one. Like, I, I was thinking about it, and I was like, I would watch Hobbs and Shaw every single day of the week over this thing. I was like, this is yeah. awful. This is so bad. Because there's, there is chemistry between Jason Statham and... And The Rock. And The Rock is very charismatic. And also it's a lot more minimal cast. Mm-hmm. So that was all better. This movie was a bunch of people just doing shit with no <laughs> with sort of chemistry, no charisma between fucking anybody. And the two people who they tried to give the most to, which was Ludacris and Tyrese, had the intelligence and the sense of humor of a fucking 10 year old. (laughs) Like it is all around awful and dumb. It is so fucking dumb. And I had a good time. Yeah. Let's, let's get into the action sequences because that's where people will, will have some fun. I think. Yeah, man. Let's just break open the spoilers here because we, we got to get into them. We just have to, we had, we have to talk about the, this insanity. I let's just let's just start from the beginning, I guess, because 
right from the get-go, I was losing it. And I don't think it was supposed to be like this, but in the span of about five minutes, they drive over a minefield and they they establish that I guess if the car is driving 80 miles per hour or more, then the mines won't blow up. Or or they're they're or faster they'll than be the past the radius, yeah. Yeah. So they're flying through a minefield. One character's on a motorcycle. Um oh. <laughs> Wait, wait, I'm so sorry. We need to talk about the vehicle choices because <laughs> I understand we're trying to sell cars here with these movies, but like they're in complete off-road terrain driving through the forest and everybody has a sensible vehicle. There's ATVs, there's dirt bikes, there's like tactical like Humvees and a tank. And then Vin Diesel's driving a Dodge Charger. <laughs> How is that? How? It wouldn't. It just wouldn't. How are you driving that? Why is that the most reasonable thing for you to drive they, in that they, scenario? The the logic and practicality of like the vehicles is completely thrown out of the window. I mean, like, I think that that hints at it. It's like, oh, maybe they don't give a shit. But then they really don't give a shit when they send a Pontiac to space. <laughs> <laughs> so jeez. <laughs> The, there was two parts in this opening uh, like action sequence of the movie that just floored me, and it, it it starts with the it's all about the bridge. There's this little rickety ass wooden and it's like wood oh, wood planks. I forgot about that. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's wood planks and like rope. And it's like the type of shit you would see like in like an Indiana Jones movie where he's like, oh man, I gotta cross this bridge, and it looks like. My my even my footsteps might collapse it, and then <laughs> one car starts driving across this rickety ass bridge, and then the back ends of the bridge get blown out. So there's no slack on the bridge anymore, and then somehow they still, at like a ninety degree angle, drive up this flaccid bridge. And I was, I think I said out loud in the theater, I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" And then we, I just started laughing. And then the next part is that like post or whatever Vin Diesel crashes just crashes his car into it and then like snaps the wheel so like the rope gets lodged in the the, the rotor or something because he then knew he li- that's exactly how it would happen <laughs> and then he uses the rope as like a like a fucking grappling hook and he like grapples his car across this mountain cavern and then the truck like hits the ground and it does like a or it's that Dodge Charger. It does like yeah. 50 like backflips. It like crashes and tumbles and he just like walks out. He's like, have fun. <laughs> Dude, there's a number of huge like crashes or moments where Vin Diesel jumps out of a moving vehicle and skids across the road and gets up and there's not a scratch on him and his white t-shirt is absolutely sparkling <laughs> clean. <laughs> Like they did no effort in trying to dirty up or make anybody look even slightly hurt. I'm, I'm convinced that in the writer's room, like they were all like sitting around like a round table and they're talking and they're writing the movie. But then in the corner of the room, right next to the door in the back, Vin Diesel just stood there. And I have a feeling like the rough draft of this movie was a little more grounded. Like there's a part later on in the movie where he like, he beats up like, 50 guards and like rips down this like 
he rips apart the building or like this like dam that they're in and it starts like collapsing. He snaps the guy's back and then he like jumps in the water. He's the only one that lives. But I'm convinced like in the script, they're like, okay, Dom, like Dom fights three henchmen and then he just goes 50. They're like, what? He's like, I I beat up 50. They're like, what? And then he's like, and I collapse the dam and my wife's watching me do it. And I snap a man's back. (laughs) Okay, man. (laughs) Dude, this movie screams overcompensate. Yeah. This, this, this movie is a constant tug of war with a deep seated closeted homosexuality. (laughs) And, and the fragilest of masculinities. It's all just loud cars and big crashes, surviving all of it without a scratch. I want, I want 50 guys to tug on me. And then while having all of these guys on his back, he still has the strength to pull on these two giant chains and bring down cement. <laughs> fucking cement. Not possible. Even those 50 guys pulling on it couldn't do that. And then this guy's doing it while he's got other people like punching him and kicking him and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he goes Bane on someone. Doesn't he? He snaps someone's back either over his knee or over like the bar. Over on, the like, rail. The, over the rail. Yeah. He's just like, I wondered what would break first, your spirit or your body? And he just snaps his back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just like, what the hell is this? All right. I am straight up convinced Vince Diesel's dick is the size of a dime. Yeah. If the dime was laying down. <laughs> Yeah. Like that's how much it protrudes from his body and it also has like the ridges around the edge. Yeah. R- rigid ridges for her pleasure. Ridges for no one's pleasure. <laughs> I'd also like to point out the mouth acting of Vin Diesel. Dude almost never closes his mouth through the whole movie. It's just, it's just always like <laughs> which I know is not great for podcast listeners. And you're going to miss the physicality of this, but this one's just for Colin. There's a scene, I think, when they come back home and Michelle Rodriguez is playing with his son. And he and this is this is his way of finally emoting. He shows no emotion the entire movie. His base level is just like, yeah, we really got to do this. <laughs> but then the one time when they're just like, look, he's like, he's like a soft, like sweet guy. Like he's different now. He's got a, he's got a kid or whatnot. This is, this is only for you, Colin. This is his mouth work in this scene to show that he has some level of emotion. He goes. <laughs> what are you doing? That's, and that's like what he said. <laughs> But it's like this slow, like kind of smiling, but like his, I really want to watch just that scene again. His mouth moves so much before he says a word, but <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's the scene where the kids, he's like, he's like, Hey little bean, why don't you say grace? And he's like, I don't know what to say, dad. And he's like, speak from the heart. <laughs> 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 Everything about this movie is dumb. Yeah, it's it's so stupid. There's um oh, there was one part that I I really wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to talk about. I mean, we can we already mentioned it, but yeah, like 
the the rumor for the longest time was that they were going into space and then the trailer came out and then it looked like they're going into space. But I think a lot of people were also like, you know what? They're, they're probably not actually going to space. Like this is like, this is teasing something to hype people up, but like, there's no fucking way. And then not only do two characters go into space in a car, but they live in space for a week in that car. <laughs> surviving on candy. <laughs> yeah. And surviving on Tootsie Rolls. On one hand, I'm like, fuck this movie. On the other hand, I'm like, this is fun. <laughs> like, it's fun to, like, rip it apart and shit on it. Like, I don't want to give it credit and be like, man, this was a really fun movie. They did a really good job. Nobody. Zero percent of people who are involved in this movie did a good job. I want no one to take credit for anything. The funniest p- things about this movie were the serious things about this movie. And the times that this movie tried to be funny was some of the cringiest shit I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it's... We can start wrapping this up, but yeah, this movie uh, fails so horribly that it, it will bring you some enjoyment. Like... One of my friends told me like he wanted to see it strictly for the lulls and like that's that's the only way you can go see it. Like don't yeah, can't take it seriously. You can, you can't. Um the last like really like two things that I wanted to hit on. One, this is just a small thing. I saw like I said I saw this on opening week and this movie's been out for almost a month now. And um this happened last week. So literally 3 weeks after I saw it, I was in my kitchen, I was cleaning. And I just thought of this one moment from this movie and I started dying. I completely forgot about it. But there's a moment where there's like a highway chase and there's like a character and he's standing on top of like a Mack truck or something. They're going like 80 miles an hour. And you know, like those green overhanging highway signs that are made out of like steel. Oh yeah. The back of his head (laughs) hits the highway sign on top of this car going 80 miles an hour and his head just tears through it. It's it's like, and he's yeah. unfazed. He's like, Ugh. <laughs> the amount of concussions going. and death that should have happened in the John Cena and Vin Diesel fight when they're fighting through the building and they're just slamming each other's heads through drywall. Yeah. <laughs> no, nobody part. would be able to walk or talk or anything. It's permanent brain damage. It's like over. Yeah. And then... The last thing that I wanted to hit on, because I, I actually do think this ties into some of the things we've been making fun of, but um, a large, they I don't think they showed any of this in the trailer. Granted, I didn't pay uber attention to the, the trailer either, but this movie is long as fuck. It's like two and a half hours long. Two and long. a half hours. Yeah, and I would actually say, like, not even exaggerating, about a half hour of it, maybe even a little bit more of it, is dedicated to these flashbacks between young Dom and young Jacob. And it's easily more than a half hour of it. Yeah. And so, and they didn't t- like, it's not in the trailers. I don't think so. They didn't tell you that it was going to be that. So like almost like a third of your movie is flashbacks. <laughs> and, yeah. and, uh, which I've already talked about, but the thing that I was going to say is the flashbacks, these two guys, one, like what, what was the casting? Because they look nothing like them. They look nothing <laughs> like them. And what are their ages supposed to be? How does that kid turn into to Vin Diesel in three years? I, I had this uh this theory. And go, it's going back to how like Vin Diesel is basically just like, I need to be like the baddest guy in the world. <laughs> and yeah. I was watching it and I'm like, John Cena's taller than 
Vin Diesel, but these the kid versions of themselves, which aren't really kids, they're like in their early twenties. The guy who's playing John Cena is shorter than the other guy by like a long shot, and I'm just like yeah. sitting there like they were probably like trying to cast based on like look, and then Vin Diesel's probably there, and he's like, I need him to be taller. I need to be taller than Vin. Make give him more muscles. <laughs> give him more muscles. Make him bigger. <laughs> so Dude. like the whole time, like I was just like, I am. I don't. I don't believe this at all because these characters look nothing like themselves. Like they. I don't. I don't fucking know how old they are. And then <laughs> this part just killed me. They they make this bet as kids, and basically he's like, if I win this race. He's like, then you got to leave town forever. And he's like, deal. Then when the one character loses the race, rather than like stopping the car and trying to like, like be like, hey, I'm like really sorry or anything like that. Or like having a conversation, he loses the race and he just screams no. He just goes, no. And he just drives oh, off no. into the darkness. I laughed so hard at that. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I laughed so hard at his no. <laughs> he just, he just kept driving. <laughs> yeah, he just drives up into the darkness. <laughs> like, uh, everything about all of that. Somehow, somehow, young Vin Diesel was even douchier than full grown Vin Diesel. <laughs> yeah. Insane. Dude, we can talk about this forever, but I feel like we shouldn't. I feel like we really. I'm so scared to ask for these tomato tomatoes. <laughs> well,. I'll give you. I'll give you the answer. I'll I'll lay you down slowly. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> oh oh man. All right, tomato tomato, tomato. The critics they're bringing this in at a fifty nine percent, as it should be. Just yeah, just failing. Just just right on the right on the edge can, of of. Can failing. I guess the tomato? Guess it. Go for it. Eighty four. Oh shit! <laughs> it's an eighty two. But you oh, were close. so close. I knew it'd be in the 80s, you dumb fucks. You fucking idiot. Knuckle dragger, mouth breathing sons of bitches. Fucking morons. Guess what? Tomato. This movie's awful. This might be the worst movie ever made, but guess what? I had fun. I'm giving it a D. Oh, D. <laughs> yeah, I'm giving it the D for Dom. <laughs> I actually went back and forth with my grade like a lot because I was just like, here's the thing. Usually the movies that I give Fs to bring me no joy and I get legitimately angry at them. And I think this movie is executed on the level of a movie that I would normally give an F to. So I want to give it an F, but it doesn't, I didn't have that visceral reaction I do to typically to Fs. So I'm also like, maybe I'll give it a D minus. And I think I'm just going to go strictly just based on like, how good of a movie is it? And I'm just going to give this bad boy an F. <laughs> I'm just going to oh. fail it. <laughs> this movie is an F for sure. I acknowledge that fully, but I'm very much taking in the watchability factor and what kind of like, know this, my enjoyment is not because of what the movie is. It's what I made it. I made it fun because I was like, roasting it the entire time <laughs> if i if i saw this by myself i probably would have been furious and i would have <laughs> left fast yeah <laughs> but 
that should have been our Rotten Tomatoes like like review. <laughs> oh my god, I guarantee there's a ton of review. I hate movie critics, like for real. Like movie critics who write, they always put in these really bad puns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like this movie didn't go by fast enough. It's too long. I was furious about it. It's like you're not clever at all, <laughs> at all. That's why we need to become movie critics because it'd be perfect for us considering we're Dude, not clever at all. <laughs> the jokes I wrote though in my written reviews like for Jexy and Rambo were were not just like stupid pun based shit. Mhm. You know. Yeah, we had, we had a uh, we had some some good stuff. But you know what? If you want to read those written reviews, then you got to go to our website. Oh, good segue. to dudesmoviereviews.com. <laughs> Maybe I should write more written reviews. Maybe I will. You know, it's not often that I get to see a movie that we're not doing on the podcast anymore, but I did see a few. Maybe I'll write a review, a written review for Demon Slayer. Yeah. You know what? Like, I've really been in the mood to to start writing more reviews and adding more to the website. And um, I've had a couple ideas I've been bouncing around. But in general, like, I've... There's some movies that we haven't been able to review or that uh, flew under the radar like the last like year or whatever that I would like to find a way to talk about more, but there's stuff that we just can't dedicate a whole episode to. So I think that, granted, I've been super busy, but granted, I, I'm i thinking that you might start seeing some more written reviews pop up there uh, for some movies. And one that I don't know if we're going to get around to seeing, but one that if I see it, I'm going to put a written review up if we're not doing an episode on it. I really want to see pig and my brother saw it and he said that it was really good. And I'm like, mm. it's at a 97% right now, rotten tomatoes and it's Nicholas cage. Yeah. But I heard it's not like Nicholas cage being Nicholas cage. Like it's actually like a legit good movie. Well, that's, that's what uh, interests me in it. Cause I saw the trailer and it was like, it was like Nicholas cages like new movie. And I was like, oh, let me see this thing. And immediately the neon logo popped up and I was like, Wait, he's in a Neon movie? Because Neon is like, I would say they're right below A24 in terms of doing great indie movies that are different than everything. So I was just like... Dude, they did Parasite. Yeah, I was just like, is this like A24's like, or is this Neon's uh, Uncut Gems where they like bring in an actor that everyone's like, oh, that guy's a clown, he can't act. And then it's like phenomenal. So I haven't seen it yet. It's playing at my theater and uh, literally like the second I get like a free day, I'm going to go see it. Yeah, if that's playing near me, I might really try to go see that too. I'm it, interested. It, it is because Ryan saw it in Middletown. Oh, sick! Yeah, yeah. I, I might make it out to go see that. But mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, yeah, um, we got a lot in the in the barrel coming up soon. We got Black Widow next week, and I have been dying to talk Marvel. So if you guys want to fucking tease, if you want a reason to come back and listen, we're gonna talk mm-hmm. Black Widow. We're gonna watch probably a Marvel related trailer. Who knows? And uh, we both, you finished Loki, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, so we got to talk Loki. Yep. Yeah. So if you man. want a ton of Marvel talk, just fucking get ready. Start salivating now because uh, next week it's going to be all about that. So stay tuned. Follow us on social media at Two Dudes Movie Reviews. And uh, yeah, give us some five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. That always helps. And uh, we'll be back at it with another fucking episode for you fucks. <laughs> so yeah, five, five star reviews, baby. Oh, yeah. Very important. Helps us out. Helps you out. I guess in a way you might win some free stuff. Who knows? 
We'll see. We're getting there, though. So do that. And until then, suck it, Swampies. <laughs>